Aloha and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. So much to be excited about, but yeah, you see it. The number one reason we are all fired up on this Monday is the Rainbow Warriors are 1-0. They took care of business on the road in Fresno. We're going to talk more about that later. Uh, look, I want to give a huge shout-out and congratulations excuse me, to our Week 6 Football Fever winner, Jim Obermeyer of Kailua. He's $500 richer. Look, I'm saying it every single week. You guys got to join in on the action. Go pick yourself up uh, a Honolulu Star Advertising newspaper. Uh, wherever you can get those from anywhere, pick it up at Long's. Uh, get your ballot. Compete with myself and the rest of the panel uh, to really get that money. Let's go. Uh, shout out to our sponsors for making that possible and for making this show possible. Mercedes-Benz of Honolulu, Windows Hawaii, Hawaiian Telecom, and Long's Drugs. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's dive on in to the first quarter. I mean, in the NFL, I mean, so many amazing stories so many things happened this week a lot of great games uh i want to start talking about start off by talking about antonio brown signing with the tampa bay buccaneers uh, you know i think this was sort of destined to happen if there was a team that was going to pick him up it was going to be tom brady and the bucks i'm excited to see a rejuvenated um antonio brown hit the field this uh next game look the Seattle Seahawks and the Cardinals, I said it last time, the Cardinals are an underdog team that, that was demanding respect. And, you know, them winning a thrilling overtime game over the Seahawks, I think, got them their respect. And Cleveland, in the Battle of Ohio, defeats the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Baker Mayfield went off five touchdowns, game-winning touchdown pass at the end. And the Atlanta Falcons are just finding ways to lose games that they should win. Todd Gurley scores when he really should have just just went down and killed the clock. The Lions go down and take advantage of that mistake, uh, and they end up winning that game. And like I said, a lot of good games going on over the weekend. The Steelers remain unbeaten uh, in a game of two unbeatens as they defeat the Tennessee Titans. Uh, the Steelers have a short turnaround as they have to travel to Baltimore to play the Ravens in what will be the top game next Sunday. Uh, we had plenty of local guys playing today, uh, yesterday as well, excuse me. Um, you know, and look, make sure you guys take a look at all the rest of the NFL, uh, the local NFL stars in the C2 page of the Honolulu Star Advertiser. With that, let's jump on in to quarter two. After that crazy Game 4 finish in the World Series Saturday night, Sunday was much more of what you expect to see in a postseason game. The Dodgers won 4-2 to take a 3-2 lead in the series. Uh, today is an off day with Game 6 set for tomorrow night. The Dodgers get two shots at winning it all for the first time since 1988. This has been an amazing series so far. You never know who's going to win or make the big play. Uh, I think it's going to be great, man, if L.A. wins. You know, the Lakers won. Uh, I think that city just deserves, you know, more champions. And, you know, like I said, the Dodgers got a couple chances to get it done. And look, that wraps the second 
And going into halftime, again, we've got a lot of UH football to discuss. And I had the opportunity of, again, speaking with Steven Tsai, um, you know, post-game to get some of the reactions uh, of and, and um, follow-ups from quarterback Shevin Cordero, coach Todd Graham, and their experience playing in their first COVID uh, game with no fans. You know, with that, a lot of players can kind of like get lost in that in that moment. You know, Steven talked about, you know, arriving at the stadium. There was cardboard, cardboard like people in the stands. They were pumping sounds of, of you know, cheers. And to me, that can kind of mess on your mental as a player. That's something different. And UH wasn't affected. They defeated the Bulldogs, in my opinion, with ease, and they looked extremely well. Let's head on over to that interview. All right, uh, Steven, Sai, thank you so much again for joining us here on the Studio 2 Rundown. Um, wow, I mean, what a game, what a performance by the Warriors. Uh, what are your initial thoughts of the game? Well, first of all, it was great for them to even play football this year. There's so much talk they weren't going to play and anything like that to actually play. It was a little bit weird because it was an empty stadium, and, and except in the end zone, they had cardboard cutouts of fans that you could put up there, and that was kind of strange to see. But <laughs> the sound was amazing. It sounded like the right decibels made it sound like it was a real game. But you've been at Fresno. It's a crazy place to play. It wasn't feel, it didn't have that crazy feel to it. But still, anything, anytime you can win in Fresno, it's a huge win, huge win for oh. Hawaii. Man, one and oh, I mean, uh, you know, what are your thoughts on Chevin Kodera? I mean, I, he looked like he was able to just run all over these guys. You know, it, it, he presented, I think, uh, more of a threat. And, I, you know, I think moving forward is going to open up uh, more of the passing game. But I thought he played an excellent, excellent game. What are your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, he did. I mean, he managed the game well. No, uh, no interceptions. Um, he didn't throw a touchdown pass, but he scored two. And he really used his legs. And, he used it in a smart way. He used it um, to get yards, and, 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 and to, um, if you need to run out of bounds, he did. But, you know, he's got such a, a knack of, um, for a skinny guy, just a knack of knowing how to take a hit or when to go down. And it's kind of a, it's, it's, I guess that's a feel thing you got to have. And he's really got that feel. He just knows how to play, you know, the game and how to, how to keep himself safe because there's, there's no real backups behind him. I don't think anyone behind him is uh, taking a snap in the game. So it's Chevin's show, and he's, uh, he's really, really stepped up. Oh, that's awesome. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy for Coach uh, Todd Graham. I mean, I know you got a chance to speak with him after the game. Yeah. Uh, you know, he became the first, uh, I guess, coach since, what, was it 1987 to win their, their uh, debut game? Yeah, or, especially on the, opener, road, right? on the road, On the road, yeah. Talk, yeah. What was that about? What, what was Coach Graham's uh, feelings uh, post-game? Well, he was just happy, and um, he's been around a long time. This is his fifth head coaching job, and the one thing he's kind of learned is you got to be a little bit balanced. I know he promised that he was going to have a lot of the run and shoot elements, add a little bit of the air raid, which has a lot of passing, and, and some running. But he said they just weren't really moving the ball or getting into a groove on offense with the, with the passing game. So he said, you know what, just turn around. And if, if they're going to put like a five-man in the tackle box, you know, and everyone else is dropping in coverage, he said just attack the front. And that's what he did. He turned to the running game. He got a lot of great running from uh, Miles Reed. Uh, um, Calvin Turner, who was a he was a quarterback at Jacksonville, the doctor program. He came over here. He really stepped it up as a wildcat runner and, and as a running back. And and uh, uh, you know, and Day Day, uh, um, the new um, the new running back that they got, Day Day Hunter. And so it's just 
it's a lot of great running and you know that's that's kind of like sort of how Hawaii's always been known as a power team and aggressive team on defense they became an aggressive team on offense man that's exciting stuff and you know from what it looks like it looks like they've got a lot of weapons all over the field I think it's gonna be tough for opposing defenses to really you know plan for this uh this offense especially that they're showing that they could have a ground attack uh mm -hmm. so with that like after this first game, seeing, you know, how we played, what are your thoughts for, uh, you know, the remainder of the season? Like, you know, what's uh, – I know, I know I'm excited. Like, what's, what, what are your thoughts there? Well, um, they're in Denver right now because they're preparing for the game against uh, Wyoming on Friday. And the one thing you know about running game is that's pretty consistent. If you can play tough and everything like that, passing game is great, and, but um, sometimes it can be affected by the weather. Running game really isn't. And if you can have that running threat, I think that can help you on the road and it can help you in really your tough conditions. And it's snowing in Denver right now. I think they're expecting seven inches of uh, snow and that's where they're going to be practicing this week until they get to Wyoming. So uh, Hawaii's going to have to prove it's an all weather team. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. That's unique. Um, I know, I know they're getting fired up for that. You know, I mean, overall energy of the guys, you know, what was it like, I guess, pregame and then during the game, you know, did it seem as if they were, affected by not having fans and then when the game started coming along and they got into the flow that that didn't even become an issue anymore did you kind of sense that there was like a uh any of that yeah well uh, il manning left tackle said that uh, when you first get there and you see the piped in music and you hear hear the fans we don't see any he says really eerie and everything but then football is a game played by people in front of you and you know fresno that's fresno state and uh, they're at Fresno State, so they they just focused on the gaming and, and uh, you know what they need to do. And uh, the other stuff, they could feel the presence of Hawaii fans, even though they weren't there. But um, just on the field, just playing for each other, I think that kind of guided them through that game. Wow, that's amazing. Well, I mean, look, Steve, you know, I appreciate you uh, for coming on and sort of wrapping out, uh, you know, post game. Uh, I think the fans got something to be excited about, and I've just been, you know. Taking the social media, there's been a lot of positive feedback after this, uh, you know, 1-0 start for the Warriors. I know there's, you know, been a lot of negativity going on with pa the pandemic and no football, mm -hmm. and then now we got the season. So I think it really sparked, you know, a lot of positivity, and it put a lot of smiles on a lot of people's faces uh, here in yeah, Hawaii. I think so. so. I think people just wanted, wanted football and wanted, uh, you know, diversion. They, they got that. They got something to kind of, you know, wrap around and yeah. kind of help them through there. That's these are great times, but football makes it a little bit easier. Oh, yeah, it does. It does. But anyway, Steve, thanks again so much for uh, popping on here and being part of the CO2 rundown. Uh, you know, good luck the, the rest of the way. You're staying up there till, uh, through this Wyoming game as I well? I came back. I'm, I'm leaving uh, Wednesday, heading back. I'm oh, trying okay. to avoid the snow. That's, that's the key. Stay away from the snow. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll touch base later. We'll probably talk right. about this Wyoming game for sure. But okay. right on, Steve. Take Thank care. you so much. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks again so much, Stephen Sai, for that post-game interview. Uh, look, I'm excited. I know you all are excited for this year's uh, Rainbow Warriors football team, especially after that win and the way they won. I know we're so used to seeing them air it out uh, in the passing game, but this is a, a game where they controlled it on the ground. Chevin Cordero didn't even have a touchdown uh, pass. He did it on the legs, with his legs, excuse me. And you know what? All that's doing is adding a different dimension, a different dynamic to what other teams are used to from the University of Hawaii uh, Warrior football team. So I'm excited for the rest of this season. 
Wyoming is up next. They got a lot to prepare for. Let's go Bows. With that, let's jump on in to the third quarter. Here in the third, yeah, we've got more UH football insight for you. Uh, you guys want to make sure to check out Ferd Lewis's column where he shares some insight on UH's gamble to remain on the mainland this week and protect their bubble around their football team. No virus tests, so UH got into Denver just ahead of the snowstorm that socked in the Mile High City. He has a nice take on how the UH athletic director said they took one for the conference by playing back-to-back road games to start the season. The good thing about this is four of the remaining six games are at home. Ferd thinks the gamble could pay off big if they sneak into Laramie and get the win. Like I said, I think, I think our football team, our home team, has a different dimension this year that we haven't seen. That rushing attack. And they've, Chevin Godero, you know, counting him as one of the weapons on the offensive side of the ball has a lot, uh, has a lot to, to really choose from. Uh, so I don't think we've even seen uh, this entire uh, UH offense yet. So I'm, I'm excited, man. You know, G.J. Keen, man, congratulations. Uh, you've done a great job. You know, we're all excited. Uh, I took the social media to kind of see what the fans are, are saying. We're all fired up here. So I just want to say thank you uh, to you guys for coming out strong, you know, dominating the Bulldogs and, you know, giving us something to, to, to cheer for, something to be happy about in this time. So uh, mahalo again, congratulations again, and good luck uh, in Wyoming. Guys, with that, as always, we are finishing strong in the fourth. We also have a story on the UH women's volleyball team. It won't be until mid-January that they'll be playing their first game, if there is one. But the women are starting to do a little more practicing as they prepare for a season in the fall. Robin Amo talks to the star advertisers Steven Sai at length about the trials and tribulations this team has faced. They are hopeful to play some non-conference games, but the Big West may not allow it. It will be an interesting few months for the women who are hopeful to return to the NCAA tournament set for the spring. Be sure to check out the full story in the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Look, that's it. That wraps up today's CO2 rundown, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but look, it is Monday. It's a motivational Monday, and I haven't given you guys uh, uh, a nice quote in a while. So I got this one for you today. Here it is. Believe in yourself. You are braver than you think, more talented than you know, and capable of more than you imagine. That's from Roy Bennett. Uh, thank you for that amazing quote. Uh, guys, that is it. Make sure you guys continue to believe in yourself as the Rainbow Warriors believe, we believe. And I just want to give another thank you to our sponsors, Mercedes-Benz of Honolulu, Windows Hawaii, Hawaiian Telecom, and Long's Drugs for being part of this show. And I want to thank you again for tuning in. I'll see you guys on Wednesday. Aloha. <laughs>